Welcome to the Live Your Purpose podcast. This show is created to help overwhelmed moms rediscover peace and purpose in their everyday lives. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm so honored you're taking a few minutes to spend time with me today. I know that your time is really precious and very limited, but I also hope that through this podcast, you will be reminded of how precious you are as a child of Christ, and then by taking a few minutes to step away from your busy lives and invest in yourself spiritually and emotionally, that you'll be encouraged and strengthened to go throughout your day with less overwhelm, less day-to-day obligations, and more intention to live the purpose the Lord created for your life. In the first episode, I gave some context as to who I am and how this podcast came about. So if you're curious about either of those things, then I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. It's only about 11 minutes long, so it doesn't really take up much of your time, but it's a pretty good listen. But for the rest of the episodes, I want to just jump in and share what the Lord is speaking into my heart and what I feel like he wants to share with you guys. So I want to start this off just by sharing one of my absolute favorite verses in the Bible. It's one of my favorites for many reasons because it's applicable in so many areas of life, but I know you'll see why I'm sharing it with you today and how it applies to today's lesson. Hebrews 12.1 says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Throw off and run, fixing our eyes on Jesus. There is such a strong purpose for your life that only you can fulfill, but if you're bogged down by things that are hindering you and entangling you, then you can't even take a step towards accomplishing your life's purpose. As tough as your day may be, as overwhelming as life can get, and as stretched too thin and exhausted as I know you are, there is a strong purpose for your life, and we cannot afford to lose sight of that. God has a strong calling on your life, and if you're continually stressed and overwhelmed, then something is out of alignment with God's calling on your life, and we need to do something about it. This became so apparent to me last year during our church's Christmas Eve service while we were singing Christmas carols. They were songs that I have sung possibly a thousand times, but this time they just felt different as I felt the worship team singing these words over me and as I was just holding my son, kind of singing them over him. And as I was singing the words, long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. The thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. And in that moment, I just broke down in tears. I realized that I had been living in a weary world, exhausted by everything. And then I realized that my son, that our kids, that me and you, we have as much purpose for our life as Jesus did, like the song says. That the world rejoiced because he was born. Because his purpose was something that the world so desperately needed. And now let me clarify this for a second. I'm not comparing myself or my son to Jesus. We are not saving the world by any means. That is not our purpose in this life. But what I am saying is that God made Jesus for a purpose and he made us for a purpose. And it's my job as a mom above all else to help my son discover the purpose for his life and to encourage him to live it 
in the name of Jesus. And it's my job to be the example of what it means to live your purpose each day, even when it's tough, even when you don't want to, even when you have 1 million other things on your to-do list. The laundry, the cooking, the cleaning, all of those things come second to first living your purpose each day. The enemy is very real in our daily lives, and it's our job to protect our kids from it, but it's also our job to protect ourselves from it. Sometimes when we're overwhelmed, it is a struggle to be a godly example for our children, and oftentimes it's because the enemy can attack our minds and our hearts through our to-do list. He makes the greatest impact by making us too busy to focus on living out the purpose for our lives so that we fall victim to overwhelm, to depression, to being stretched too thin, to being stressed, and not living the purpose for our lives. We can't be an example of the goodness and faithfulness of Jesus when we are in oppression ourselves. The ultimate goal of the enemy is to push us over the edge into the valley of overwhelm so that we can't live out the purpose of our lives. So I wanted to share this verse from Hebrews with you today because in it there are four things that the Bible calls us to do when we're overwhelmed. The first one is kind of implied. We need to recognize what's hindering us. We can't throw anything off until we first recognize what's holding us back. So take a few minutes over the course of the next week or so and write down everything you feel like is hindering you from living your purpose. Is it your to-do list? Are you overcommitted? Is it maybe your physical, mental, or emotional health that isn't aligned with God's best for your life? Is it your finances or your attitude, maybe your lack of motivation or direction? What is holding you back from living your purpose in life every day? Or let me put it this way. What is distracting you from doing the works of Jesus? What is unnecessarily taking up your time and effort in your life that you can replace with the works of Jesus? Because for the one who gives us everything, I know I personally don't give him enough in return because I get so caught up in something that is very of this world that will pass someday. And I need to recognize how much time I spend on these worldly matters that will pass away rather than the time I spend on investing in treasure in heaven. So number one, recognize what's hindering you. Then once you identify what's hindering, number two, throw it off. Or how I like to say it in my own life, lay it at the feet of Jesus and walk away. For me, my attitude hinders me from living my purpose. I feel like either I'm not good enough to do what I know I'm supposed to be doing, or I start doing it and get distracted by something else. I also get very discouraged and want to give up whenever I come across a trial because it feels like we're doing something for the Lord. We think it's supposed to be easy, right? Like we forget that that is when we're actually opening ourselves up to even more attacks of the enemy because he doesn't want us accomplishing our purpose. He wants us to stop. So he will try everything he can to stop us And that's why it's important to recognize what will hinder us from living our purpose and then lay them at the feet of Jesus and walk away. Because when our hindrances are in the presence of Jesus, they are in his power. And I no longer have to worry about my own strength carrying me through because the hindrances are no longer over me. They are at the feet of Jesus and I can walk away. And now at this point, if I was you listening, I would say, okay, but how am I supposed to throw off the hindrances of having to do 
chores around the home or taking care of things that have to be done. The laundry has to be done. The dishes have to be done. My kids have to be fed. How am I supposed to throw those things off when those are the things taking up my time? Now, I am completely convicting myself of this right now. God has not called you to do the laundry or the dishes or wash the windows or the mirrors, Swiffer the floors or vacuum the crackers off the carpet yet again. Okay. Yes. He understands that at least in my house, I'm the leader of the home when it comes to maintaining the cleanliness and organization of the home. But that is not what he calls me to do with my time, with my efforts each day. That's not why he created me. He didn't create me to have clean windows. They are a small part of my day, but they are not the most important parts of my day. He calls me to use my time, my efforts, and my life for the things that are eternal, the things that will not pass away. And while maintaining the organization and the cleanliness of my home is part of taking care of the blessings he's provided for me and my family, if those tasks separate me from what I know I need to do to honor God, or if they keep me from taking at least one step towards the purpose that he's created for me, then I'm living in disobedience. And disobedience is a sin. When he's calling you to do something in his sweet, quiet voice, it's very easy to not hear what he's saying in a world of busy chaos that seems to always need your attention. Friends, the enemy is using the familiarity of everyday tasks to pull you away from obeying the Lord without you even realizing that he's doing it. Because every day you wake up and start checking off items on your to-do list without taking some time with the Lord to first see how he wants you to use your day, that is a day that's open to the enemy. Or a day that you know you need to do something the Lord wants you to do, like maybe check in with a friend and see how they're doing, or maybe volunteer your time serving at your church or an organization, or maybe inviting friends over for dinner so you can just speak life into them but you put off what he's calling you to do to work on things that are not eternal, that's disobedience. If the enemy can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. He'll make you busy with very familiar tasks so you don't realize what he's doing. And how is he most effective in making you busy? By adding insignificant items to your to-do list and telling you that you can do whatever God wants you to do after you do these things first. And honestly, I'm calling myself out right now because when I felt the call of the Lord almost a year ago to start this podcast, I knew that he wanted me to deliver encouragement to overwhelm moms. But instead, I found one million other things that seemed to be more pressing at the time and needed my immediate attention, apparently. And I kept putting this podcast on the back burner. When in reality, when I look at those days between when I first heard the Lord telling me to start a podcast and when my podcast actually launched... I look back and I have no idea how I spent all of that time, like scrolling on Facebook and Instagram, probably. And for so long, I was so disobedient to the things that God had planned for this season of my life because I was settling just for good things. And I did do a lot of good things during that time, but they were just good. They weren't the best and they weren't necessarily bad. They just weren't necessary And they took up too much of my time. Scrolling on Facebook is fine, but not if it's holding me back from doing the works of the Lord. Washing the windows of your house is good, but don't use it as an excuse to put off what God wants for you to do. So identify your hindrances and throw them off. Next, run. 
run with perseverance. Perseverance means to do something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. There will be bumps in the road. You will come to a halting stop. You will have seasons where you feel like you are running as fast as you can, and yet you're not going anywhere. But run with perseverance with the intention that every step needs to be one step closer to living your purpose each day. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians, so I run with purpose in every step. And maybe you're thinking, I don't know what my purpose in life is. I don't know what I want to do with my life. Or like some people still say, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And I am really excited to cover this process in a few episodes. But for right now, I encourage you to think of it this way. Imagine yourself at the end of your life, looking back on where you are right now. What do you hope to have accomplished between now and then? What does it look like for you? What does it feel like for you? What goals set your heart on fire to run with perseverance? But most importantly, does it align with scripture? Is it something that you will be able to feel God's blessings to help make it happen? Then do it, run towards it, and persevere. And finally, number four, focus on Jesus. When we keep our eyes focused, and I mean laser focused on Jesus, we can accomplish what we first thought was impossible. Because when we're always keeping our eyes on Jesus, who is the one that provides, and keeping our eyes on what is true, what is excellent, and what is praiseworthy, we know that our plans are being established in the name of Jesus, but without him, our plans may fail. In Matthew 14, when Jesus walks on water, he calls Peter out on the water to walk towards him. And Peter did walk on water, but he only walked on water when he was laser focused on Jesus. The moment he shifted his eyes to look at his surroundings, the storm that surrounded him, he began to sink. But when he was laser focused on the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, he was doing the impossible. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a life that when Jesus is performing a miracle through me, when I am doing the impossible in the name of Jesus, that I begin to sink because I'm too distracted by the storm of everything else around me. When Jesus is trying to use me to do the impossible, I can't look around to be distracted and I begin to sink. We have to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. We are called to walk by faith and not by sight because while we can't see the finish line of the path we're walking down, you must hold on to faith. And keeping your eyes on Jesus keeps you holding on to your faith. And you can do the works of God. He has always known that you can do, but you never realize that you could. And when you can do works that are greater than you can imagine, you are unstoppable for Jesus. The impact your life can make in your family and in the world, when you're not bogged down by the hindrances of every day, Satan won't be able to hold you down because your eyes are on Jesus and you are running with perseverance. You will be limitless. Throw off, run, and focus on Jesus. Let me pray over you for just a second. Jesus, I thank you for each precious listener whose ears have just heard your word. And Lord, I pray that they will take your words and put them into action so fierce and so strong that even the forces of hell cannot distract them or stop them. 
Lord, please gently remind them each day of how important they are to your kingdom and how their purposes are too valuable to fall into the trap of overwhelm or to the enemy's lies that they are not good enough. Lord, help them to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles them and to run with perseverance, keeping their eyes focused on you, God. Give them the strength, the courage, the passion, the direction to follow the plan you have laid out for their lives. And in your name we pray. Amen. Friends, thank you so much for your time today. If you've enjoyed today's show, you can get the show notes at kristenlee.tv. And in order to get this podcast easily found by other overwhelmed moms, I would really appreciate it if you took a quick second to rate this podcast in iTunes. This is huge for me in terms of helping other women know that they are not alone and encouraging them to live their purpose. And finally, if you want to catch next week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes so it downloads right to your phone next week. Until then, just know you are loved, know you are not alone, and know that only you can live your purpose.